0: Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to innovative hunting products and services. If you want to level up your hunting game and gear, be sure to join the hunt. To join the hunt, text the word BANDIT to 345 345. And when you do, you'll join our email list, where we'll send killer deals on innovative hunting products and services, along with entertaining tips and tricks, straight to your inbox. Again, text the word BANDIT to 345 345. And we look forward to seeing you on the hunt. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here. I am joined, as always, by Richard. How you doing? Howdy, folks. Good.
1: Good. Glad to be here, as usual. Great. Well,
0: they're happy to hear your uh, your kind voice. So.
1: Oh, that's <sighs> nice. That's very uh, nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and they're also eager to hear about uh, your thoughts on another hunting controversy. Ooh. Continuing our... Uh, our little series here that we've started where we're talking about some of the t- mm-hmm. interesting topics in the hunting arena that uh, people yep. for whatever reason seem to have uh you know emotional feelings one way or the other about so it's kind of fun right. to to talk about it and see uh, see why that is and tonight we wanted to talk about high fencing right or game fencing depending on you know what you want to call it
1: um, yep why is there a controversy around that well, I, I think that for a lot of folks when when they think about a, a high fence or a game proof fence, they you know, they, they think that the, the 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 fair chase element of hunting is, is gone. Uh, and of course that certainly can be the case when yeah, if, if you were to high fence twenty acres, okay, and there were no trees in there and it was completely flat. Yes. That would in fact that would actually be considered a canned hunt. I am actually pretty sure that is illegal uh, in, in in every state. Um but it, it it's really tough to 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 make a, an educated call on you know whether you hate high fencing or you think it's unfair or not until you've actually hunted on a high fence operation. Uh because let me tell you uh, it, it is um it is incredible just how how difficult it still is um it's no secret rancho bandito is 900 acres uh high fenced and uh let me tell you <laughs> and and jimmy you can attest to this is that you know we we will see deer and then they will literally disappear oh. uh i i fondly remember trying not fondly that's the wrong word i um angrily remember <laughs> is that is, is angrily a word yes angrily? okay okay i angrily remember uh, trying to put one of my buddy's kids on this this H, ancient eight point. And he was about five and a half years old, and he was showing up with this one particular feeder, and we had him there for, oh, I don't know. Uh The game cameras were showing him there for, God, I guess, four or five days, you know, just consistently. We're like, okay, perfect. You know, this is, the, again, setting up the kids for success, right? We got our deer feeder, and uh, he's, he's got a pattern. There. Yeah, they got him patterned, yeah. Pattern. yeah, pretty much, yeah, and we're pretty pumped, and uh, we were just kind of thinking this cat was going to come out there, didn't see him again, did not see him again until January, he disappeared, um, and it got to the point where he was one of the targeted deer, you know, that we were looking at taking, yeah, sure, I really want my buddy's kids to take him, but we were thinking to ourselves, okay, you know, after, after you know, a couple of hunts, and we didn't see this deer, we kind of kind of threw him out there for everybody, if you see him, take him. It didn't show up until really after the season. So, uh, again, you know, the, the high fence does not necessarily mean uh, that it's, it's going to be a walk on the park.
0: Um, well, so frankly, let's, uh, let's, yeah. let's take a little step back here before we get, going any further Yeah, and talk about, you know, we're in Texas, obviously, right. and in Texas, you know, we have uh, pr- pretty uh, you know, liberal hunting regulations, oh, yes. uh, you know, liberal in the sense of uh, liberty so freedom yeah liberal is good <laughs> uh, and uh, you know we're allowed to have high you know put up high fences on our properties right and uh now that's not the case everywhere though of right. course um, do you know uh, what other states are there a lot of other states that allow it not a lot very few um, I I have no clue. You know what the abundance of that is? I guess we could have looked that up before we started yeah. talking about this. But <laughs> yeah,
1: sorry. Yeah, so- it,
0: sorry, listeners. Now, yeah. but it seems like it's not. Yeah, I mean the the preponderance of states right. are against it. It seems like I mean right. or are prevent it or make it illegal or whatever you want or to call just,
1: it, or just or, or or just don't do it.
0: Yeah, or it's just not part of the culture. You exactly. Know, the, uh,
1: exactly. Culture there. So right. So
0: it's. You know, down here though i mean you see them quite a bit right. uh, i mean depending on where you are i mean uh, i think you probably would see them more often you know in the hill country or you mm-hmm. know south maybe that type of thing but west texas you'll see them but uh if, you know amongst a lot of the crops and everything you know you're not right. they're not no point in having them up there right very so. true
1: very true well and, and and to your point um some of the places in texas it's it, it's a law uh, I did not know this, but our our good buddy Legend uh, has mm-hmm. a place in um, in in the hill country, and uh, he was telling us that along uh, some of these highways in the the Texas hill country that are are quite literally littered with billions of white-tailed deer, hogs, axis deer, antelope, all dad. I mean, they literally it's like Noah's Ark just let out. Right. It's and, like and, the, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, and and, yeah. and he was saying that he was saying that. Um, that if if you're a landowner along one of those highways, you've got to have a high fence. Uh, because now do you have to have
0: it just along the highway, or do you literally have to do your whole property? Do you know? No, 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 no. I, I think it's just along the highway. Yeah, to prevent.
1: Right, which I mean I I think is a is a really good idea. I mean you you know as well as I do, you've been down those roads. It's freaking oh, yeah. terrifying. It, it it's very fun because you know you're you're driving along. You're like moose, you know, big it, its It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh yeah. you just you never know what you're going to see but uh in the same sense it can be scary as hell because right, i mean right. if big old axis deer come out it's gonna it's gonna smack your car that that being said if it's during the cool months and you happen to have a knife on you uh you smash an axis deer i throw that that dude in the back to the pickup and get moving uh because <laughs> it's outstanding meat so and you'll i mean well you have to have a license but you know i think that's about it so anyway yeah
0: yeah, and hitting, uh, hitting an animal is, is no fun. Uh, oh. I, you know, if, if you have insurance, though, at least it's considered an you know an act of nature or an act right. of God, whatever. Right. So you don't get dinged for it necessarily. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I did that uh, going out to our family's farm. Yeah, you did. Uh, I don't know, what, three, two, two years ago? Maybe three years ago with my brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, dusk, and we had just eaten at... Uh, Uh, the beehive yeah probably a a, maybe an hour prior yeah we were we were about 30 miles out from our front front gate and uh sure enough a doe you know just sitting there on the on the side of the road and you know it's like just keep just stay there and keep eating like what what like what what impulse or what would you cause you to say oh here comes the truck I'll run across the street. i rode across the highway. They're <laughs> kind of like moths to the light. Oh, it it happened. Literally. It took like a half a second for the whole process to happen. You That's know, and, and my right, kind of my right fender slash bumper in the front hit her right in the, uh, the ham area. Right. You know, and I, and I <laughs> we were both like, did that just happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So luckily it wasn't like brought, you know, head on or anything Something like, like that, that, you know, and we're uh, like, pretty sure that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's and, it's uh, surreal. Oh, yeah. Well, we kind of figured it out. You know, we started hearing this, you know, I started hearing this plastic, zzzz, you know, kind of noise. <laughs> I was like, right. all right, that doesn't sound good. So <clears throat> five miles, it was a uh, Roby, you know, around there. So we pulled into mm-hmm. the gas station. This time it's dark. The just, gas station. The gas station. And pull in there, and I get out, and sure enough, my bumper's hanging half like half off, so, <laughs> so, frustrating.
1: Like, oh, so frustrating
0: so so luckily, I had some rope in the bed of my truck, and just kinda oh yeah, hit, hit some bungee cords, and just right. kinda you know tied it up as much as possible, yeah. broke off some of the plastic that was rubbing the tire, and yeah, keep on going there you go, you know, that's yeah, what are you gonna do as long as you can <laughs> yeah exactly, but see that's an example of an area where. At least in that stretch, it's mainly lined by, you know, cotton fields and, and right. whatnot. So it's, right. you know, it's, there are no, there's one ranch that has a high fence along that, that strip. Yeah. And, uh, no. That's I mean, closer, was,
1: that's closer to Albany, isn't it?
0: That ranch? Yeah. It's yeah. on the west side of there. Okay. So. Okay.
1: okay. And, God, yeah. I, love, God, I love that area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love that area. Love that town. Nobody oh, yeah. That was it well let's talk let's talk about you know for a lot of the, the folks out there that that are interested you know, to, you know why high fence mm-hmm. you know I think there's a lot of um you know there there's a lot of bad information on 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 high fencing and and, and there's there's a lot of of good reasons why you would want to to have a high fence um you know first and foremost a lot of people don't know this but you know a high fence sure yeah a high fence is used to keep to keep game animals in but but I'm here to tell you uh, firsthand that uh, that doesn't always happen. Right. <laughs> um, your, your high fence, your high fence, you know, is out there all by its lonesome, okay, and it is very susceptible to hogs uh, stampeding cattle, and yes, yes, I do mean that. Um, I, I've seen them knock out. I've seen cattle knock out an entire swath, but a, a 15-foot stretch of of our high fence one time. for And we have no idea why um you know also the you know the coyotes will will, will bury underneath it uh and then probably the, the the biggest factor that you've got going against you with a high fence so deer can can get in and out very very easily is going to be on your um is gonna be on your creek crossings uh you know if you've got you know big if you get a, a big gully washer and you've got a lot of big trees and logs and all that blowing down the uh blowing down your your neighbor's creek into your place if you don't have a Kind of a flexible fence. A lot of people have like gates, you know, where it'll just go. Where oop, I just hit my printer. Or, yeah, I just hit my printer. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the gate will kind of go up to allow the debris to come in, but you know, it, it, eventually it's going to get stuck, and it doesn't take long to to make a hole to where, you know, the animals can can definitely get get in and out. So so there is absolutely um, high fences are absolutely can be extremely porous. Uh, and, and letting animals in, in and out. So but some of the reasons why you, you'd obviously you'd want a high fence and where high fences are good is that if, if you've got a deer breeding operation all right or if you've got a you know, hunting operation, if your livelihood depends on having you know quality deer, you know, you're spending a ton of money on, on on feed to get these deer big and to keep those does healthy, um, you, know, you want to keep your you want to keep your livelihood contained. You know, again, as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the other thing is that high fence. Sure, yeah, it's definitely used to keep your your prized possessions in, but it's also there to keep the turd ferguson's out. All right, <laughs> there. It's no secret that I mean, sure, you know that you know a a, a little three and a half year old six point dinky turd ferguson whitetail. Will breed a super doe just as quick as you know Dick Jones Senior, Mister <laughs> 500 Inch Buck. You know, do the exact yeah. same thing. Um, there's no reason why that 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 turd from the other side of the fence couldn't do that. And, and let me tell you, you know, during the rut, and everybody everybody deer hunts knows this. Those dudes are bananas. They're absolutely crazy. They're running here, running there, looking for does, uh, and and they're gonna they're gonna take. They're going to take what they can find, you know, and and, and kind of an example of that. I think a lot of folks out there think, well, you know, only the only the big bucks get to get to mate. And, you know, that's that's not always true. You know, the the big bucks can't be everywhere all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I recall one. Yeah,
0: if that was true, then why, you know, and those quote unquote big buck genetics were always passed on. Right. Then why, you know, why is there even this whole idea of, you know, breeding and right. you know and you know calling out bad things eggs. like that yes. you know i mean that, no. it, so
1: that can't be the case it so has I to be totally agree yeah well and it, it was funny you know mm-hmm. they, they say seeing an actual like mounting mm-hmm. okay is is pretty rare and you know and i've been doing this my whole life i've seen it one time and here's the crazy thing we kind of kind of a little tr- sidetrack story here middle of the rut Typical November day. I think it was like 80. It just pissed me off. I'm like, why is it hot? <laughs> you know. Uh, uh we were out there, I think it was Robbie and I were actually out there messing with the feeder. And um uh I, I we hear this 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 just incredible noise coming from the brush. <laughs> just you know, I was like, my God, something's coming right to us. And I, of course, we were both thinking, oh, this has got to be a hog, you know, because we were messing with the feeder, thinking that the is just coming, he's gonna come right at us, you know. Sure enough, here comes a doe. And here comes a, 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 probably a two and a half year old doe, and boy, a super turd. This two and a half year old, I mean, he he probably scored fifteen Boone and Crockett. I <laughs> mean, um, the guy had an X on his head again because he was he was probably two and a half. Just pitiful, pitiful. And they both ran right ass. Of course, she's she's got her mouth all the way back where you could basically age her without even, you know. <laughs> and so was he. I mean, he was hot, hot. And they did, as our good buddy uh, Legend would say, they didn't care who we were. <laughs> I mean, they and, and they stopped within about 10 feet of us. And he got on there and did his bit. I'm like, holy God. Look at this. <laughs> And then, of course, it, we were like, "Man, this is this is so crazy!" You know, you don't get to see this, especially right in front of you. Um, and then, of course, when I realized what was going on, I'm like, "Whoa, no, no, I don't want you doing that!" Right, right. You know, so I eventually like kind of took a step for him, and, you know, and then took another couple of steps towards him, and they they both ran off. But mm. um, that is hilarious. But, 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 yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but 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 see, but see that that's the kind of stuff that a lot of these folks are. Are really trying to prevent. You know, you go into again. You're you're spending a lot of money with genetics and fencing and managing and all this kind of stuff. You don't want that happening. Um, what it, was that noise you heard? The initial. noise? No, that was them running through the brush.
0: Oh, Okay, I, yeah, thought you, so, I thought it was like you know, like a you know, scream moan no, type no, 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 uh, no. animal. Uh... No.
1: That that was them. That was oh, them okay. just.
0: I was gonna say, did it sound like uh, your like next door neighbor uh, cheerleader next door neighbors or what? <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, every seven thirty in the morning. Every <laughs> day. Unbelievable! Yeah, that's a yeah, you know, that's, that's another. That's the after hour spot, right? right? But it, uh, inside story. Yeah, it's big, big time. Yeah, so but now that that's one of the you know that's one of the the real reasons why you'd want to. You'd want is to do that. Uh, I also think another real good, um, uh, another real good uh, pro argument for a, a high fence scenario is if you've got exotics. Uh, I mean, let's face it. You know, the black bug antelope and the axis deer, and, you know, and the, you know, the the tyrannosaurus rex is all the other crap we've got over here in this state. You know, they are not native. Um, And and it is, uh, there are portions of, I think, primarily Camp Wood, Texas, where, you know, the Axis deer have kicked out the whitetail. That's great. I need to find that article. It was a piece that was written by Texas Parks and Wildlife, and I think it was a couple years ago, that, you know, the Axis deer have become so overpopulated, again, escaping from high-fence places, that they've kicked out the native whitetails. Oh, that is interesting. I don't want to hear it. I knew you (laughs) were going to say that. Jimmy is all for the alien invaders. He he loves them. (laughs) And he's right. Let me tell you, oh,
0: if you ever
1: had access me, I mean seriously, if you if you if, if you know, it, it, I think it's better than elk. Uh, it, it's very close to beef. It's that good. Oh yeah, I mean she yeah. damn near eat it raw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh exactly, exactly. And
0: I have <laughs> a couple two seconds of either side on the grill. Oh, oh god, it, it's
1: it's unbelievable. I mean, literally right off the bone though. Right. Throw it on the grill. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that good. I mean. Yeah, and a lot of the white tail and the mule deer, you know, you need to bleed out, but with the axes, it, it's, it's, it's a... I mean, I can understand why the Bengal tigers look the way they do. I mean, they, they eat a crap load <laughs> of oh, what's left of them. Anyway, uh, but, you know, again, having a, a big fence is nice to contain all that because, you know, you, you look at scenarios like out in the the Davis Mountains where all of a sudden, you know, a bunch of Audad have escaped from high fences, you know, in Valverde County and all that kind of stuff, and, and now they've made their way out of the Davis Mountains. Well... Out in the Davis Mountains, we don't have. There's not a lot of forage out there. I mean, it's an arid mountainous desert. Okay, here's the other thing: one of Texas's greatest treasures lives out there, and that's the Texas desert bighorn. And you you got these you got these damn Barbary sheep out there that are competing, uh, there are competing with them, uh, and and that that that's obviously a bad thing. Now, we also got milder too. Now, of course, there's, you know, it's a double edged sword. It really is a double edged sword because okay. Yeah, you got the Barbary sheep out there. Okay, well, what is that? Well, the Barbary sheep can be considered an asset as well, all right. Because obviously, you're going to have outfitters out there. You're going to have ranchers that are going to be selling hunts. Uh, you're going to have guys out there that are maybe trying to feed them, so that supports a small town. So, so there again, you know, you can make definitely make the argument that the exotics, you know, being able to hunt them year round is, is extremely beneficial for, you know, for the hunting communities of Texas. But um, at yet yeah, another topic, but um. Yeah, so I think you got to keep an open mind about about the high fence.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, of course, then again, there's the other aspect of uh, it does cost money to do that, <laughs> you know. So it's uh, to make the high fence, to, yeah. To put one in. Oh yeah, oh, you yeah. know. So
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> believe me.
0: Yeah, so it's a uh, it, it, it's a it can be a uh, you know a nice thing to have a right. If you if you can do it, right? Uh, you don't have to, you know. I mean, there's other ways, to obviously, where people might object. It's like, well, you know, that's not a sporting or whatever, as you said right. at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, okay, you know, go along those lines. Well, what are other ways to uh, you know keep keep your animals on your land? You know, sure. we've talked about that, as I say, ad nauseum on on this podcast. You know, yes. pro- proper feeding, supplemental feeding, this type of right. thing. Of course, so that kind of right. can depending on how your supplemental feeding and, and whatnot uh, can uh, encroach on our last hunting controversy, you know, baiting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so all these things can kind of be a little, a little bit connected to each other, but you can also yeah. have better food plots than your neighbors and, sure, you know, things of that nature, well, you, got... you know, have better browse and whatever else.
1: There you else. go. There you go. I was just about to say better habitat, you know, better and habitat. of course that, you know, if, if it's your property, you own it and you've got the the time uh, and, and the the machinery and or the you know the, the young strong back boys to to handle it, uh, which well, thank God in our group we've got some young men coming up that'll be doing all that shortly. Um, you know that that's all in good. But you know habitat management and creation and all that is is a little bit difficult if you lease a, if you lease a property. You know especially uh, by virtue of the fact that that the primary revenue generator on that lease for the most part is going to try is obviously going to be livestock. Uh, yeah, well, I, I say that it depends on where you hunt. You know, there are some areas of Texas that are, are are so big that they're they're taking you know many thousands of dollars a gun, and that depending on the price of cattle and you know all that kind of stuff, it could be bigger than cattle. But um, yeah, it seems to me, if I was gonna <clears throat> make an argument against
0: the ability to have game fences, uh-huh. I would I would probably say, hey, look, you know, their natural you know their natural habitat or whatever is not confined you know they're wild animals right and if you throw up these fences and you can confine them into their these areas and whatnot well then you're cutting them off so then over time or evolution or whatever you want to call it you know they're gonna it's gonna change the species and maybe make them less uh you know less uh, able to defend themselves move around this type of thing Mm -hmm. because they get they get uh, lazy or, you right. know, they get used to the confined area that they're in, this, that, and the other. Right. Um, to that, I might say, well, yeah, I could – like you mentioned at the very beginning, I, can, I could see that argument, you know, on a much smaller property. Right. But a lot of times I think people, when they think about it, they don't – it's harder for them to have an idea or, like, be able to picture how big, right. uh, you know, 100 acres is or even how big 1,000 sure. acres is, you know. Sure. And, uh, I would say I'd, to that also, I would say you know another aspect of that is uh, managing your population within that fence. You know, you gotta yep. You gotta understand you know and have a good idea on what you have there every year. You know, you do your surveys and things like that, so you mm-hmm. understand what deer you have, how many you have there. Right. You know, you know your you have a good idea of your overall capacity to feed and you know what how the weather was that year, what's growing, all that stuff factors in. You have a good blog on that. Yeah. On your your two part kind of supplemental feeding blog right. on feedband.com. Right. Uh shameless plug. Sh- I mean, oh God, you took it out of my way. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because, you know, it's like, hey, you gotta factor in all these things and look around you know, understand all these things and then that's if you have the high the fence well, I mean this is period, but especially if you have the hyphens, fence, then that'll help you uh, you know, figure out. Okay, what do I need to harvest this year? You know, uh, yeah. And who do yeah. I need to harvest this year to bring that population back, or to and keep check. the population in check? I should
1: say. Oh, for sure. No, you're you're exactly right. Um, it uh, you put up that game fence, you're you're really taking a lot of. You're taking the. It's a, it's a lot of responsibility now. You know, yeah, you're it's almost a,
0: committing. You're almost committing to everybody else that you are taking sure. that responsibility on.
1: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. A- absolutely. So yeah, yeah, no, I I I I think it can be again. I think it can be very positive, positive. Um, and it can be you know. Um, there's been a lot of good done with with game fences, you know, and um, it, it's it's pumped in a lot of money to to the state of Texas and to other places too, you know. Uh, but of course, you know, unfortunately, there's there's been a you know there, it doesn't take but one or two bad apples to ruin it, you know. We I think on the last podcast I mentioned that. You know, I, I remember in the early 90s, I can't, I saw, I guess it was on TV, but it was some idiot who was in like a five-acre pen with this 600 or 500-plus class bull elk, you know, and shot him right there. And the game wardens were all over him, which is great, you know, and he lost his Texas license for forever. Uh, but it, you know, it, it just, that that's that's a canned hunt. Um, I, I can tell you the earlier this year. Why would year, you even want to do that? That's like the weirdest weird yeah. thing to me. Well, his, why, some, why someone would want to do, to, to take an I, animal like that, you know? I agree. Um, I, anyway, it, it it makes no sense to me. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. I mean, half of the, you know, ha- half in my opinion, half of the the reason for hunting is you know is, is to make the memory. Is you know, you're matching your wits against an animal that is full time out there surviving. Uh, I mean that—that's incredible. There's no doubt that the animals are smarter than us. So, if you've got the ability to outwit one, and then you can, you know, eat the meat from the harvest—that's—that's that's kind of the circle of life. That's a really cool thing. So, right, right, yeah, all right. yeah.
0: What other any any other kind of, uh, you know, in, all, in your extensive years of uh, research and reading on <laughs> on topics such as this, what other pictures? Pictures man, <laughs> right. I'm not a big reading fan, but yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Well, I mean, the ones with the uh, you know the with the big uh, the big print like that's those right, old uh, yeah. <laughs> Reader's Digest that my grandmother right. used to have, in her
1: or life. or the children's book Fluffy the Dragon went to the village today.
0: <laughs> yeah, I still like. Fluffy the dragon got upset and <laughs> destroyed the game fence. That's right. That's
1: right. Yeah.
0: But no, yeah. I mean, are there any other kind of uh, you know objections or you know any kind of theories that, to argue against? Allowing game fences that you can uh, that you can think of. I mean, I, oh I for gosh. one like just. Per, I personally am a, you know, a, a you know, extreme private property yes. rights defendant defender. Right. right. So you know, i You should. If it's your land, you should be able to do you know what you want. Agreed. Now that also puts responsibility on you to you know do things right and make the right decisions. Blah blah. blah. But I can, you know, th- the other side of the coin is, you know, when you and I talk about this, you know, they're well, you got to have these laws to, <laughs> to you know, <laughs> blah blah blah. Well, anyway, so my point is, you know, the people who argue for that right. maybe on the more extreme side of things are you, Are there any arguments that you can think of that you know, we're not thinking of, or that I haven't thought of against or against the high fencing?
1: Well, I I, I think that um, God, and this would be this would be kind of ex- this this would be kind of extreme you know in, in certain parts of the state um i guess i well primarily south texas i could see i could see it you know i could see our argument against it when um uh when you've got for example like a a a a native game animal or native animal period That can be negatively affected by that. And then the one that comes to my mind would be the ocelot. And so the ocelot is, is one of Texas's uh, middle-sized cats. Um, It's it's smaller. Well, middle size, small to middle. It's smaller than a bobcat. uh, Gorgeous pattern. Beautiful. Um, Really loves that thick, thorny underbrush of, of South Texas. Um, And, and I, you know, I don't know their habit I don't know their range, okay, but you know, typically cats have a pretty pretty substantial range. You know, so do pastor poodles too, but you know, they can they can kiss my (laughs) pastor poodle butt. Um uh, but I, I can definitely see. You know, okay, well, you're putting up a high fence. You know, you're going to be blocking them. That could interfere. I, I I could see that. You know, something else that just kind of came to mind. Um, that 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 folks would be against. Uh, that, that you know, maybe is against a high fence is in the case of of a wildfire. Um, uh, well, know, we have I, an
0: example of uh, of that. Remember, a uh, friend Matt's old yes, uh, yes, lease, yes. You know, and they had to cut out the fence to let all the animals out.
1: Yeah, they they did, they did. And, uh god boy, I can only imagine that place now. I mean, they had all kinds of of goodness in there, but yeah, that that would be that would be kind of but again, again, unless you've got you know, if if you're if you're a couple hundred, you know, if you're if you're nine hundred thousand, eight hundred acres, Matt, that's a lot of frickin' land. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, of course, yes, yeah, sure, it all could be on fire at the same time. There's no doubt, but that would that would maybe be my only other thing. Um, but let's face it, you know, if you've got a situation like that, and then you've got cattle, cattle are going through that fence. So fences, fences really don't hold cattle back. Uh, you know, five strand barbed wire fence. Is there? Is it's there more because, of a mental thing? It, it really is. It really is. If that cow wants to go through that fence, it will do it. It's going to hurt it, okay? Uh, but but it'll definitely go through it. You know, same thing with the hogs. You know, the hogs will just go right through it. You know, we we've seen it. Uh, we've seen them go underneath a five strand barbed wire fence, and even those big dudes, you can just see the the fur and the dust come <laughs> flying off the back, and like, oh my god, that hurt. <laughs> But uh, they they don't care who we are, you know. No,
0: no, they don't. And their uh, one one to two inch thick uh, skin that doesn't care either.
1: Yeah, agreed, agreed. It's crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. So, um, but yeah, I, I just I, I would again we talked about it on baiting. You know, the, the hunting community has has got to stick together. Okay, uh, yeah, you, we might be from North Carolina, Texas, Maine, Puerto Rico, all, you know, wherever. But but the bottom line is we we are together. We are together. We we share something extremely powerful, and that is hunting. Whether it's with a rifle or a shotgun or a bow, and, and we really cannot afford to let these little things, you know, distract us. You know, it, you know, we, we need to focus on the things that 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 make us one. You know, anti-poaching, okay, anti-cage hunting, you know, that type of stuff. For you know, for one fact, you know, uh, you know, baiting of waterfowl, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, let's rally around that stuff and not stuff that 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 gets the idiots you know all riled up, you know um so again i I would encourage you to you know if you've never hunted on a game fence operation, give it a shot, <laughs> I think you'll be surprised uh another quick another quick little story before we go in um in February, and we did a little video on it. it's just pretty crappy, but uh, cause you know i I found out that on a goPro with with my uh, little my little camera case cover whispering you can't hear anything it <laughs> just sucks so hey I'm still learning but uh, we went out there my brother-in-law' he has access to a place and um, this was in um, uh, this was in Brady Brady Texas which is very rugged you know up and down lots of lots of rocks a lot of cedar a lot of just a lot of everything very thick we were hunting hunting a 400 acre high fence place okay and we were after some access deer Uh, let me tell you how many axis deer we saw the entire trip. I think I saw one, and it Mm -hmm. was a flash. Okay, and and that is that is we're out there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, driving around deer blinds, cameras, nothing. Four hundred acres. Now, four hundred acres is not small. All right, it's not small, but 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 it's not. It's not four thousand or 4,000? No, it's I not mean, four thousand, right?
0: Yeah, where where that where people's minds would probably think more. Oh, okay, well, I could see in thousands of yep. acres, but no, you're right. Four hundred right. is, yeah, true, true.
1: Yep. So they completely averted us, um, and and that just that just proves. It, it, and you know, and it was funny because I was kind of I, I was actually thinking I'm like, all right, four hundred acres game fence. That's it's not too terrible, you know. If we can catch them out in the open, you know, I know better. Uh, but boy, oh boy, they uh, they sure taught us. So, well,
0: especially if you're you're driving around, you you know you tend to have the thinking of, you know, at some point we've got to run across something. <laughs> yep. You know, but then there, you know, how often do, do I say we're driving around, say at night or whatever, and I'll say, I wonder how many things are just looking at us right now that. Oh yeah, you know, we don't. Oh <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't, we don't oh, see. Oh, of course, of course,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, Granted, wow. that's after a couple of beers. But
1: still, you know, <laughs> yeah, Speaking of this weekend, I I, I had a couple of Bud Ices, and I had a uh, I had the uh, which I know you don't like, but we had the Blackberry Steel Reserve. Yeah. Fantastic! God, you gotta the, go original. Gotta go original. disgusting. Well, you know, I'm not a
0: female. No offense, female. Uh... Yeah, of course, not. Yeah, yeah. and
1: there go our All downloads. Right. Or, our downloads through, through the through the pooper. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, give those high fences. Give give them a chance. Give baiting a chance. You know, if you've never, if, did, if you can, uh, if, if you can, yeah, that's, <laughs> crime. that's right. If, if you have the liberty to do so, and I can see some guy in upstate New York, it's like oh, it's these guys on the, the Feed Bandit podcast, so we could do it, you know, and uh, <laughs> we did it, and now we're in jail for all eternity.
0: It's like I was putting the high fits around my lot, my house, you know, I don't get <laughs> <That's> it.
1: Unbelievable. <laughs> More, More Italian, but <laughs>
0: uh, all right, well, cool. Um, that's interesting. Well, I mean, it's, you know, when you're when you live in it, in Texas like this, you don't really kind right. of think about that stuff because it's kind of like a, you know, it's like natural, right? Yep. So, so it's interesting to kind of take a step back and say, you know, well, one, say, you know, is it, what, you know, is, it is it right? Is it what we should be doing? Right. Blah, blah, but you know, and then try to see, okay, well, why would someone be against this? So, right? Yeah, it's, that was interesting. It's fun to yeah fun to talk about.
1: So no, no doubt, no All
0: doubt, right. we got a little uh. Give everyone a little ammunition if someone says something, you know, against it and therefore sure. so you kind of say, well, have you considered this?
1: Right. <laughs> for sure. For sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's all I got. You got anything else on this one?
1: I think that's, well, I, I, I will say something. So we're here. We are early August and, um, Boy, well, it, it's technically hot. when people
0: hear this. It'll oh yeah, be idiot! Enough. So it's <laughs> yes. yes. So here <laughs> here it it'll still be just
1: as hot. Right here it is, early February, and <laughs> uh yeah. So well, anyway, it's August, and the 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 forecast for the for the Dallas area at least is in the hundred and three, hundred and four. Oh. Feels like is a hundred and five. All that kind of misery. Well, so
0: that heat index today was one oh nine. Was it really? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I stepped outside. Well, I told you what I did today. Yep. It was awful. <laughs> but um, no, you know, with, with with that being said, you know, again, yeah, the antlers are pretty much done. Uh, I think in some spots, the velvet's starting to come off. I think in like in East Texas thing, the velvet's starting to come off. Um, I actually think South Carolina's got an August hunting season. So if anybody got any listeners in South Carolina, I'd love to hear about that. Um, oh, yeah, sure. That's, uh, whew, that is a sweat fest. If I, have a <laughs> right. I actually, right. I actually did watch a hunting show. Somebody in South Carolina, and it was funny because the audio I made mean, the guys whispering, and all you can hear is because <laughs> it's all the bugs and frogs oh, yeah, and crickets, yeah. and, and it's right. just it was deafening. Oh, oh, and, 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 and this it just sounds hot, the, oh, yeah, the what... <laughs> like
0: exactly. cicadas and whatever, exactly.
1: Oh, fun. it was, and you couldn't hear anything, yeah. and this guy. This guy was sweating buckets. I mean, he was, and you could tell he's trying to be serious, you know, but in the same sense, he's like, this is terrible. And so I think that the first deer he shot out, popped pop, out that was legal he was like, well, we had a great time here in South Carolina. <laughs> you know? Trying to get back to the air conditioning. <laughs> we got to immediately clean this thing.
0: It's, and, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Well, for sure. So, and it's spoiled. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're, yeah. we are, we are definitely getting closer. Um, you know, watch your water supplies. Uh, we I actually wrote a, a little blog on on water troughs. You know, for for those of you who hunt on places, you know, on ranches. You know, again, we always talk about Texas because that's that's what we're familiar. But you know, in Texas, there's a lot of livestock out there, uh, and obviously this time of year, you know, the ranchers and and their hands and farmers and all that are really really keeping an eye out on the the water sources. So so do the same thing because. You know, as those as those those ponds and creeks start to dry up, uh, you know those 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 water sources are absolutely essential to everything. You know, not not only just the white-tailed deer, but but to everything. So if you're out there filling feeders and whatnot, you know, make sure you keep an eye out for them. Uh, make sure that there's there's still water in them because you'll be you'll uh, you'll be saving the the rancher's stock and uh, and obviously your animals as well. Yep,
0: absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, coming up, uh, let's see, when people
0: listen to this, we'll be very close to Dove season. So, yep. I think our our next uh our next episode, we're going to be diving into uh all things Dove to yeah. try to get a, get ourselves pumped up for that and yep. uh,
1: break out the uh the anxiety medicine, the roll aids <laughs> and the paper bag. That'll be the official start of Richard's oh. uh <laughs> super <laughs> Super anxiety, it's awful.
0: Super anxiety and uh, you know restless leg syndrome. So
1: I can't (laughs) wait. I'm gonna wear a hole in my uh, below my (laughs) desk right here. It's gonna be great. Uh, Ah, All right.
0: Well, everyone, stay tuned for that one. With that, we'll talk to you on the next one. Take care. Or your
1: local feed store.
0: Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit podcast. Just a reminder to text the word Bandit. 345-345 and when you do you'll join our email list where we'll send killer deals on innovative hunting products and services along with entertaining tips and tricks straight to your inbox you don't want to miss out so again text the word bandit to 345-345 and we look forward to seeing you on the hunt until next time have a good one and remember to support your local feed store